everybody, and welcome to episode 11 of the Double XP Podcast, your one-stop shop for video game news, personal opinions, and the occasional rabbit hole. My name is Mike, and joining me today is Patrick. What's up, everybody? And Jovan. Hey, how's it going? All right, for you watching us at home right now, live on Twitch uh, this great Tuesday night, uh, you will not be able to see Jovan. He is off cam. Uh, we've had a very rough past two days, so some of us just <laughs> don't feel like being pretty on the camera. But all Isn't that said... It is. It really is. Uh, a little bit of housekeeping. Mewtwo enters Pokemon Raids, and it's not easy to take him down. Plague Inc. pulled from the App Store in China. GDC postponed for 2020. The long-awaited Final Fantasy demo is here for the public. Rejoice, everybody. Rejoice. And a new challenger approaches, and the votes are in. But before we get all to that, me and Patrick want to talk about a little something that just happened to us here in our hometown last night. Yeah, last yeah. night, this morning. Overnight, uh, this morning, yeah. March 2nd to March 3rd. Uh, if any of y'all have watched the news or heard anything that's going on, uh, here in Tennessee, Nashville was hit by one hell of a tornado, mm. uh, wiping out a good portion of downtown public and famous landmarks along with uh, residential and retail establishments, yep. causing a lot of damage. Yep. Uh, Patrick, you probably know a lot more than I do, so take it from here and give us the 411. Yeah, so the tornado came through about uh, about 1 o'clock in the morning, uh, hit the northwest side of Nashville, north side in Germantown, uh, Nashville, and then it hit the east side of Nashville. It continued on for miles, went through pretty populated areas such as Mount Juliet, Lebanon, and Cookville. Uh, there's been... Last count I saw was a couple hours ago. It was 23 uh, dead and then a whole bunch. And the hospitals, like over over 200. And then there were still like 77 people unaccounted for. So big stuff going on there. Uh, not great. Uh, but uh, there's a lot of ways that you can help out, uh, even from where you're at. Um, we got a relief fund that has been established by the United Way of Rutherford County and Cannon County. Uh, you can, If you want to donate to the relief fund for that, they say 100% of those funds will be used for tornado relief. Uh, you can text RELIEF, which is R-E-L-I-E-F, 2020, to 41444. So R-E-L-I-E-F, 202042, the number 41444. So go online to IGFN.US F slash two zero. Nope. Nope. Two is that two? Two O, so two yeah. Oscar Zulu zero slash and is in November. Yep. You can also send a a check, which you know that's the hard way to do it. And you can send it to PO Box three three zero zero five six Murfreesboro Tennessee with zip code three seven one three three, and write relief twenty twenty on the memo line. There's also a couple other ways you can you can go about helping. Uh, if you want to get a little something out of it, Casey Musgraves, the country music star, is selling some of her clothes to raise money for uh, the victims of the devastating tornadoes that hit last night. And then there's a couple other places you can donate. You can go to like the Salvation Army, YWAM of Nashville, which I've worked for, uh, Community Foundation in Middle Tennessee. The, donate, the, the donation platform Generous has also has a, re uh, a relief fund, and I think they're matching the first $25 of every donation. So there's that. And they also say that theirs is 100% going to relief. So there's that. Uh, also, this weekend, Saturday time, I haven't figured out yet. I gotta, I gotta schedule around some stuff. I'm gonna be doing a, uh, a charity stream on my personal Twitch channel, which is Bloodthringa, 
which is B-L-O-D-H-T-H-R-I-N-G-A. So I don't know when that's going to be. You can follow me on Twitch to find out. You can also follow us, the DXP Podcast, on our Twitter, uh, our Facebook, and uh, our Discord, because I'll be letting everyone know then and there and there when I get a time really nailed down. Um, so, yeah, that's that. Anyway, just uh, keep Nashville in your thoughts and prayers. Uh, Patrick, I don't know what game I'll be streaming yet. It'll probably be a mixture. I want to do a pretty long stream. So maybe some SOTOR, maybe some Black Desert, maybe some Minecraft. Plenty of chatting. So it'll be fun. We're going to have a good time. We're going to play some music. We're going to have a good time. We're going to laugh. We're going to have a good time. And hopefully raise some money and have a good time. I was going to say, it sounds like you're going to have one hell of a good time. That's what we're going to try to do. Awesome. So anyway, that's that. On to the news. Yeah. All right. So that is a little bit of a bittersweet. Me and Patrick are A-OK. Our families are A-OK. But, I mean, there are families and people out there who do need that relief and that support. So any little bit can help, especially for what just happened. I mean, nature, damn, you scary. Yeah. (laughs) Hashtag. Right? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Label it now. Label it. I already did this morning when I sent out the tweet. (laughs) Nashville doesn't like uh, nature for the time being. Or is it the other way around? We don't know. We'll find out. The last decade or two, well, actually, I go ever, ever going way back to like the 1930s. Nashville hasn't exactly liked weather between floods and tornadoes. I know, right? First we had the floods, and then everything got rebuilt, and now here we are getting giant winds that are just like, nope, start over. Yeah, all those places that flooded pretty much got hit by a tornado today. Floods were like 10 years ago. Uh, nine years ago i think ah all right well again bittersweet but let's move on into the news this is a video game podcast so let's take it from there first off mewtwo is nearly impossible to beat in the new pokemon sword and shield raid good this is coming from the verge by jay peters in celebration of pokemon day there's a new raid for poke mewtwo which is perhaps the most legendary of all the legendary pokemon and pokemon sword and shield da 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 I guess I'll quote him. In Pokemon Sword and Shield, I was excited to take on the chance for my new favorite monster in the series, though sadly the game doesn't let you catch it. Uh, But even when I brought my best Pokemon to the battle, I constantly got my clocked clean. So apparently he ain't easy. Mewtwo has been very powerful in all the Pokemon games, but in this iteration, he is particularly strong. It is also incredibly fast. So he can usually get two moves in before your turn. And then on top of that, he's got a six-part shield when he actually Mm. does throw his shield up before you can start hurting his health. Uh, In in J. Peter's attempts, in all my attempts to beat Mewtwo, I haven't survived longer than three turns. But if you can beat it, you'll get some excellent prizes, including at least one bottle cap, which can be traded to an NPC to boost the stat of one of your Pokemon. Well, that sounds ridiculous. Yeah. Okay, you don't mm. even get a chance to catch him. Nope, you don't get to catch him. You just get to try to knock his life out. Yeah, I, I get to do something and get basically no reward for it. So yeah, like a giant punching bag. Yeah, that's he, that's basically yeah, what he is. It is like uh, no, that's not worth it. Like I, <laughs> no, nah, not worth it at all. I mean, like it's Mewtwo. Why wouldn't you want to have him a part of your squad? Like I don't know. Uh, that shouldn't be a thing. And, I mean, I'm glad that there's like harder raids in Pokemon Sword and Shield, but I think this is a little bit too drastic, especially with sort of how hard it is to group up with friends that possibly have some good 
some good Pokemon that could help you. Right. Yeah, I, I was talking to one of my friends uh, the other day. He said that he's beat Mewtwo maybe once, and he had to have four, you know, real players knowing exactly what they're doing, and they all had like the perfect Pokemon, and everything just it was it was. He said it was basically luck because you Mewtwo like attacked someone that was almost dead instead of attacking a full health player that he could have one shotted. And it, you know, it's that kind of stuff where they're lucking out to win. That's that's rough. That is rough, especially not to get that a is. chance to catch them. Also, part of that article, I believe, at least part of that article, said something about uh, you get you get the chance to have all the, all three of the Kanto starters and Sword and Shield now. So that's something. But still, it's not uh, the least sword that you want. It's not something that you know you would really look forward to in such a big event. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Debatable. Mm-hmm. Nintendo Strikes Again. Let me have do, Mewtwo. But, I mean, you don't get Mewtwo unless you do the whole Pokemon Home and transform from a different game. Then well, you'll have you Mewtwo. Can, can you make, transfer Mewtwo into the game? I don't I don't know what they've unlocked for the game or not. Uh, I know there's a whole bunch of them now that you can put on the game, but I, I know not all of them can go. Give me two seconds. I'm using the Googles. Two seconds. Googles are friend. Uh, yeah, basically everything that's pulling up to me is just the max raid battles for them. So yeah. I'm going to leave that as a undecided for the time being. <laughs> Not known. Yeah. But while on the topic of Pokemon, Google's Pokemon of the Year contest has been announced. Yeah. And it's a humiliating defeat for Pikachu. Yep, that's true. Especially because of who wins. So for a few weeks, folks everywhere could submit votes for a Pokemon contest meant to determine the Pokemon of the year. On Thursday, the top 10 contenders were announced. And the list is going from the first one will be number 10. And the last one I say will be the first Pokemon. Number 10 was Gengar. Number nine, Guadavar. Number eight, Rayquaza. Number seven, Garchomp. Six, Sylveon. Five, Umbreon. Four, Charizard. Three, Mimikyu. Two, my man, Lucario, or woman, depending on what breed and gender you get. And the number one was Greninja. <laughs> wow. Pikachu's not even on that list. I know. So are we going to start getting, like, dancing Mimikyus and Greninjas, or we're, stick- we're still sticking with the Pikachu stuff then? Yeah, I'm sure they'll no still... The favorites. I'm sure they'll still stick with Pikachu, but it's very ironic that Mimikyu finishes ahead of Pikachu considering Mimikyu is always jealous of the fame that Pikachu has. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of its whole backstory. So what does that mean now? It means Pikachu's got to have a run for his money. Uh, or yeah. her money. It's money. It's money. Yep, it's or they money. need a really cool Galarian Pikachu yeah that, something something i mean i think this transfers over i mean a lot of these i mean just take notice to what's on this list a lot of them are early generation i would say i think sylveon is probably the newest one next to mimikyu yeah yep sylveon and mimikyu. are the newest those, ones on those there the newest ones. Mm-hmm. that's interesting it I mean, just shows go ahead i'm trying to look and see let's see gengar's Gen 1. Gardevoir. Yep. Uh, is that Gen... 3. 3? Yes. Rayquaza's Gen 2. Garchomp is Gen 3. Or Gen 4. No. Gar- uh, Rayquaza's Gen 3. 
because it came out with Mudkip, Torchic, and Trico. Oh, sorry, I was thinking. Correct. I was thinking of uh, Gold and Silver. Yeah, you're right. It came out. I, I don't even know how I messed it up because Gen Three is literally my favorite Gen. Anyway, regardless, right, same. Yeah, same. same here. It was great. Same. We agree. It's a great. It was a great Gen. When did Garchomp? What, what Gen was Garchomp? Mudkip. I think he was five. Which was Diamond Platinum. No, Garchomp is Gen Four. Which was <laughs> Diamond and Pearl. Diamond and Pearl. Okay. Uh, Sylveon, which was pretty new. Yeah, that was uh, uh, Black and White. Yeah, maybe. And then you got you got Umbreon, which was Gen Two. Gen Charizard eight for Sylveon. Yeah. Gen Eight. Yeah. Gen there Eight for Sylveon. Uh, Charizard Gen One. Mimikyu was the Alolan. Uh, Lucario. Mm-hmm. Come on, Michael. Help me with that. Three. Three. And yep, then Greninja. Same time as Mudkip. Greninja was pretty new. Yeah. Greninja was uh when was Froki? Froki was not this last That was uh that was when they were in like, Paris, nope. that one. No, yeah, the one before uh, that. Froki's Gen Six. Black and white too. Man, that's that's a lot older than I thought. Man, it feels, I feel like X Greninja's and white, like right? new. X and Y. X and Y. No, yeah, X and Y. Man. Greninja's been out for a long time. Does not feel like it. No. Does not feel like it. Well, let's be honest. Ash's Greninja had like its own mega evolution to where it got that little red strip in its like forehead and it just like synced up with Ash. So yeah. I can see where it came in for the winning. And, and, and it's a ninja. I mean, come it, on. It, he is. I mean, come on. All right. Patrick, do you want to take on the next bit about Plague Inc.? Yeah, Plague Inc. Guys, I can't even believe we're talking about this. But freaking coronavirus is now affecting the gaming world. Plague Inc. has been pulled from the App Store in China amid the coronavirus outbreak. The popular game Plague Inc., where you create a disease. I don't know if y'all played it. You create your own disease. You can make bacteria, have, all this stuff. I actually I have my disease um, pie. I think it's really cool. Um, but it is, it's got content that... Uh, it, it, it includes content that is illegal in China as determined by the Cyberspace Administration of China. That's why socialism doesn't work. It leads to communism, which is that. Dang it. <laughs> and it has been removed from the China App Store. And Demet Creation, the game's developer, and the blog was announced the game's removal. This situation is completely out of our control. Yep, that's up to China. You don't have a say. Um, oh, yep. They're going to keep what supporting and updating the game. In China? Even outside of China. What is China is in trying China? to. Like, the uh, Endemic is trying to contact China's administration, the Cyberspace Administration, and. Uh, Work it out so they can get the game back on the app market, especially with as big of a market as that is. But you got to watch out for China because they don't care. Like my sister lived there for a while, and if you want to do anything with internet that isn't China regulate, like like Facebook, you have to have a, a VPN. Which I mean, I guess you could probably get and download uh, Plague if you wanted to, but China's not. Yeah, good. but what happens if it's seen on your phone? Like, who's gonna rat you out? I don't know. I don't know. Especially, I, I don't know if. It, <laughs> If they remove it from phones that already have it, I mean, they might. I don't know the laws that deep. I don't either. Because yeah, it can be I played mean, offline, so. I mean, China just wakes up and adds a new law. So it's like, a, it's one of those things that you just don't really have control over. I mean, every single time. I mean, I there's even been posts. Let's go back a little bit where they, people were able to say certain things about China on like the, the oh, yeah. chat up games. And they oh, yeah. would remove the people from China in those yep. games. So it's well, like, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Nope, go ahead. I I just think it's like this is nothing new. It's just you know sad that it's yeah. it's actually just a game. Like, what is it going to do? 
Yeah. Yeah, they uh China, wow, that totally drew a blank. Regardless, uh they like <laughs> they'll have people that migrate over to like America or other countries, start businesses, get you know, if they get to the point where they're successful or whatever, China will like order them to come back. And of course they don't have to go back, but China will start threatening like their families and stuff over there saying, you know, bad things will happen if you don't come back. It's pretty ridiculous. It is. It's like sort of like blackmailing somebody. They're like they're blackmailing people. It's exactly what it is. Uh, holding family hostage. I, I, there's no, there's nothing different between this China and say Russia way back when. No, yeah, it's heading in that direction. Same. I mean, they're both they were both communist. Jeez, yeah, I, we don't I, want any of that. Hey, yeah. we, we took a dark turn to the politics side. Uh, so much for gaming. <laughs> uh, uh, there's that rabbit hole we were talking about. I yeah, told you we're full of rabbit holes. I think we can all agree, China's government sucks, and we move on. Yep. Retweet. All right. Because, you know, so there's other but, stuff about this dang coronavirus that we have to worry about. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I thought I had it, but then I was just like, no, I'm just overthinking things and I feel crazy. But Plague Inc. was a good game. I have it on my iPad. I play it from time to time. It's like a good palate cleanser because you is. just sit there and you just tap on the screen when you see certain things pop up and then just figure out how you want to mutate your virus. Yeah, I played it the other day. Wiped out the entire world. See, there you go. I, I didn't start, start in I didn't start in China either. I started in America. Really bad healthcare here, so it can spread quicker. Huh, bold. Yeah. Where did I start out? I started in uh, Brazil. Oh, there you go. I literally infected the entire country of Brazil and most of South America before I killed even one person. Not too shabby. And then I made it fatal, and I just started killing people like crazy. So my, my question is like a little bit of a tangent. Like, So what is an actual game that's a palate cleanser to you that isn't Plague Inc. Like, that you would go to? Ooh, uh, mm, let me make sound effects to uh, kill dead air. <laughs> like, are you talking about like on like a just mobile platform or anything? Not anything. Like something that you will play just to get away from the mainstream stuff. Oh, man. Give me a second. I'm grabbing my Switch and I will tell you a few. Dude, if I was really going to do it, I would get out my GameCube and I would seriously get out Star wow. Fox Adventures again. Oh, nice. Nice. Uh, All right. But that takes a lot of work. So I'd probably go to like the Xbox One, maybe go to my... Uh, games I've downloaded for free over the past and play something like Force Unleashed or I don't know, something that's old. So, something old. An old classic that's really good. I getcha. Yeah. I getcha. Mike? Palette cleansers for me. Uh, I'm just going to start in alphabetical about order. About the entire the... library. Uh, yes, yes, I do. So got every video game known to man. Uh, Children of Morta, because it's a roguelike. Dead Cells, because it's a roguelike. Uh, Dragon Mark for Death, because it's a 2D side-scrolling action-adventure. Uh, Enter the Gungeon because it's a roguelike. Hollow Knight because <laughs> it's a Metroidvania. Uh, Iconoclast because it's a Metroidvania. Kill a Kill If because it's a fighting game and I just like to just go out fight and just take all my anger and frustration out really quick. Uh, okay. Moonlighter because it's a roguelike. At night you're in dungeons and you're basically going through collecting all the materials, fighting bosses, and during the day you're selling everything you collected in the dungeon to make a <laughs> profit and a living. Well, okay. Yep. Uh, Nine Parchments. It's a four player co op game to where you can just, you're four magicians going through levels and you can keep going back and forth, back and forth on all the levels. Ori in the Blind Forest because it's a Metroidvania style game. Uh, Pokin Tournament because it's a freaking 3D fighting Pokemon game. Why not? Yeah. Uh, Double Fine's rad because it's a roguelike game. 
All I'm saying and is then, if your palate is ever not cleansed. Yeah. <laughs> the Messenger, because it's a Metroidvania-style game. Time Spinner, because it's a Metroidvania-style game. And then Two Point Hospital, because it's a hospital simulator. Is this all on your Switch? Yes. Okay, hold on. Two Point Hospital. Is that similar to the games like Prison Architect? Uh, <laughs> prison Architect. I haven't it's, played it. Do you, Sim do you make your own prison? Yeah, okay, yes. yes. The airport one, yes. So you basically you start off, you're with a... You're just with an empty lot, and then you uh, build your general practice area. You hire a doctor, and then you uh, build your pharmacy. You hire a nurse, and then you start getting in more patients. You start getting more illnesses, like different illnesses come into your city. Then you have to build certain treatment areas for those type of illnesses and get, uh, what do you call it? You have to get nurses that have to take over those type of treatment plants and then while you're making sure your patients are okay you're making sure your hospital stays up to date clean and everything's working you're hiring janitorial staff and maintenance staff to make sure everything's clean and working fine you have to maintain the upkeep on different types of machines that cure the illnesses it sounds fantastic you have to monitor and subsidize everybody's salary it sounds like a tycoon it basically is, and I am almost done with my first hospital. Oh, ta- oh! Speaking of palate cleansing, oh man, the old Zoo Tycoon <laughs> games and the old Roller Coaster Tycoon games. Roller Coaster, oh, roller tycoon. coaster tycoon, Tycoon. Oh, oh, on PSP, and I'd play it all the time when I go riding with my aunt because she always stuck us in the back of her Ford Explorer. So I just lay there and I just build roller coasters nonstop. Oh man! Listen, okay, two point two point hospital the. Uh, the like the little characters that are they like those old wooden peg toys that you could get that's just a head and like a colored body or whatever. No, these are actually 3D animated. Oh, okay. See, in Sim Airport and in Prison Arch- Prison Architect, they're little. They look like those little toys. I don't know how to explain it other than that. They're just like like they don't have legs. They have hands, maybe arms, but they got a head and a body, and that's all. Yeah, these look like very well animated clay people. Like, just think of, like, oh, a cool. clay person, but yeah. really animated, really cleaned up, kind of looks like a bubble person almost. Well, that's cool. Mm-hmm. I was so happy when I got this game. I picked it up while I was at PAX, like, the day I went to PAX. I was like, uh, I'm going to grab this so I can play it on the plane. Bye. I'm going to have to check those, check that out. I don't Absolutely. own any of those games, and I want to own Prison Architect and Sim Airport. And I guess now I want to own uh, this, uh, what is it called, Two Point Hospital? Two Point Hospital. I want to own that one too. Sega. Nice. So that answered your question, hopefully, Javon. Uh, yeah, uh, I think I think I need to put in a disclaimer next time for like possibly like a limit on how oh. many. You have to choose one. <laughs> maybe two. You have to choose one. Maybe two. <laughs> My bad. I got excited. <laughs> for me personally, like I like playing strategy type games, so I'll play like something like Civilization or yeah. Starcraft. Yep. Um, See. I picked up Civ oh, Six, and I'm just like, Mah. I have to like call people and figure out how to play this game. Oh, I love playing games like that. Until you run into Gandhi, for some reason he's he's for the peaceful person that he's supposed to be. He he's quick to nuke you. I'm not even in the front, dude. That scares old, me. Old, old RTS games. Those that's another palate cleanser for me. Like I love to break out like Red Alert too. All talking about oh. all this just reminds me of video game high school. That's a conversation for another time, but that was a great show. Nice. Oh, it was. It started off on YouTube and then it came to Netflix. Yep. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah, so GDC 2020 has been proposed as the game com- company's withdrawal over the cor- coronavirus concerns. Wow, I butchered the heck out of that one. But hey, words coronavirus hurt. is yeah, right. Coronavirus is really starting to take a big effect into so many different conferences and things all together. I mean, we were supposed to be having it held in between March 16th through the 20th in San Francisco, but the organizers are saying. Eh, not we don't want to do that anymore um in in favor of doing off other events in different parts of the united states or even doing their own web-based conferences yep. just so they can show off their things so yep. what do you guys think about that uh, well i don't think they have much fact, of a choice they don't i mean because if you look at it you sony microsoft epic games unity activision blizzard amazon and facebook including oculus all canceled their plans to attend the show citing health concerns related to the spread of the novel coronavirus aka coronavity dash 19 or whatever <laughs> COVID, whatever COVID 19 yeah sure yeah so i don't uh, this is all just a bunch of ridiculousness i know maybe as a owner of a company you got to be responsible for your employees seriously the the mortality rate of people under the age of 30 is is 0.2 percent 99.8 percent of people who get it survive that are younger than 30 and then it goes up slightly as you get older until you get to the point where your immune system is compromised and then it then it kind of goes up to like you know 20 30 40 percent yeah i mean you gotta know who you are yeah because i believe that the coronavirus is like some sort of pneumonia it's a form of pneumonia yeah it's it's a it it, it makes sense like so the, the typical flu is a coronavirus it's just this one is a new one. Yeah, people just, like, they, oh, just, they just get nervous because it spreads really like, easily. And also, yeah, it spreads through like lots playing, of face You masks. can mutate your whole, you know, disease. I mean, they they mutate from time to time. Yeah, we're and just, that happens. We're just waiting for that crazy mutation in rabies to happen for us to have a Resident Evil style <laughs> apocalypse. Yep, here we so. go. I mean, <laughs> y'all saw y'all saw the conspiracy theories about the coronavirus and where it came from. If you look at the company that it first started off in China, like their logo is exactly the Umbrella Corporation logo. It's just blue Uh-oh. instead of red. Raccoon City, here we come. Yeah, right. and people are like, "Well, we got to get a cure for it." I'm like, "It's a virus. You're not getting a cure for it. No. You might get a vaccine that'll keep you from getting it." another time but you're not getting a cure for it just like there's no cure for the flu we just maintain symptoms that's so crazy yeah see what fear uh see what the possibility of something happening can fear people into yeah it, oh yeah it's absolutely insane i mean that's one of the more dangerous parts of pandemics like this anyway is the paranoia i mean like if you want to look at it um i don't know if this is the same for you but mike and down here in miami um the best buys here are like mandating the employees to wear gloves now and really? the best buys yeah like all of them are wearing gloves um wow, inside the stores and stuff like that and i get it no like, I, get, I get the idea that miami's a super international city it is yeah so yeah, i mean i get the understand especially since like washington dc is having what well, they've had two deaths from it now and the west coast i mean that's that's where a lot of asian flights are coming in so you know stuff like that I think we're panicking a little bit too much. I don't. I just don't know what I would do if I owned a company and I was going to send my employees out to San Francisco for an event that's international. Like, paranoia. I, I don't know if that would be considered panicking, but by canceling, you're making people panic. I don't know. It's kind of a. It's kind of a gray area. But at the, but at the same time, you, you just don't want your staff to go undergo no. something like that. You know. No, you don't want to be responsible. You, just, you don't. Yeah, have for sure. So it's basically, if you look at it like at a different perspective, it's the company covering their own butt because they don't want to be responsible for their employees getting sick during this event that they're paid to go to. 
but it also kind of looks like, hey, the company is actually doing the better call and saying we don't want to risk losing an employee because of this. So just to save all factors, we're just going to back out nicely just due to the fact we don't want to have any of this affecting anybody under our corporation. I think uh, GDC said they're going to attempt to have a summer, some kind of conference, but it's not going to be nearly what GDC normally is. But I think they want to say they're going to have something this summer, along with like a bunch of online conferences, YouTube stuff. Um, I don't know. We ha- we do have the uh, we do have the technology to do like di- uh, virtual GDC for 2020, which they'll probably I mean, we do. I mean, I don't know if you guys remember back. Do you guys remember PlayStation Home by any chance? That weird virtual re- is like a virtual reality. It's like a Sims thing, but for PlayStation, you were able to go to like an arcade and things like that. Do you guys remember that? Uh, barely. Hold on. Look up image. You had like your own apartment. You can customize your character. You're able to go do all these little neat mini games like a Red Bull flying um, planes. Yes, yes. PlayStation 3. Yeah, on the PlayStation 3. If you go, if you remember back then during E3, they actually had an E3 section. You had to download it, of course. Like, you had to download mm-hmm. the area. But they basically had, like, the entire PlayStation convention side inside um, PlayStation Home where you were, you were able to check out all the trailers that they showed, all the games that they plan on releasing, and, and things like that. And you were able to get, like, promotion codes. So it's definitely possible. If it huh. was done in the PlayStation 3 days, you can definitely do it now. That sounds pretty cool. Oh, absolutely, it kind of I mean, sounds also, like Second Life. Yeah, I honestly used to spend a lot of time at like the arcade because you, sh- you used to be able to play like bowling and pool, and I would just shoot pool with like random people online. That's pretty that cool. Sounds like fun. I was gonna say because if you think about it, look at all these events that they've had inside of certain like MMOs and online games, like Fortnite, for an example. Didn't they have like somebody literally come in and hold a live concert in game? Yeah, uh, Marshmallow. Yeah. 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 See, Marshmallow came in and held a live concert in Fortnite. If he can do that, they can literally just do like a whole presentation of GDC and whatnot inside of a game or whatever. Oh, yeah. Marshmallow, if you hear this, I'm going to be seeing you sometime this month. Well, enough about sickness and GDC. We know it's been postponed and let's move on. But here's something that everybody is talking about. I know as soon as they launched it, my Twitter feed was blown up. My Facebook feed was blown up. Anything revolving around any type of social media search has been blown up about this. Final Fantasy VII Remake Dimpo is now out for the public. How does it make you feel? You don't have a PS4. I don't have a PS4. (laughs) Uh, It still makes me excited, though. It gives me... uh goosebumps like i'm suddenly like reliving certain moments that i had as a kid um like spoil everybody's played final fantasy 7 here right oh yeah mm-hmm. sure all right so like the part when um Aerith ends up um dying from sephiroth oh my gosh like it was such a breaking moment for me as a kid i'm just like oh my gosh no my healer is gone yeah. i can't handle Why? this and then yeah. like now to see it in like these graphics to see that happen is gonna be absolutely insane my only wish list and i hope square enix does this is implement zach into this game some way somehow so like some sort of direct correlation from crisis core a little bit so this mm, way you can actually see core on the PSP. Yeah, great game. I love that it game was. so much. So I hope I'm I am really hoping that in Final Fantasy VII in the remake they make some references to that game and also you know you see more flashbacks from that game. That'd be really cool. Uh, I think somebody said, and I don't 
I can't even remember what character it was, but one of the characters that maybe was originally a playable character is no longer a playable character. Like, if I remember right, it was the red, like the red wolf or dragon or whatever it was. Vincent? Uh, yeah, that sounds right. No, 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 no. You're lying to me. Hold on. Look, it's not April 1st. Let's look it up. Vincent, not playable. I can't remember what I, I, I think you I saw it like scrolling. Vincent won't be optional in Final Fantasy VII Remake. Wait, it doesn't mean not be optional as in you have to have them or they're just not going to be in there. Uh, Red 7 will be, Red 7, Red 8, Red 13, Good Night will be a guest AI character. Not a playable AI. characters due to the fact that the character will come into the game quite late on. So it will, it was not worth doing. Is that Vincent? Is is 13 no, Vincent? Red, no, Red 13 is, uh, is he's the dog. Okay, well, then he's not going to be playable. That hurts. I don't know. I saw a bunch of people making a big fuss about it, and I couldn't remember who it was. It was like a whole stream, a stream, thread of like twi- uh, Twitter people complaining, 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 complaining about someone not being playable. And this may be what they're talking about, but I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah, Red 13 was really good, especially like once you get him. He's a solid um, anchor in the game. That's gonna hurt, but as as long as he's in the game and has the same roles as he did in the older game, I think I'll be okay with it. Okay, so I don't even know if this was a true thing, but back on the old Final Fantasy VII, there was rumors of a way to keep Aerith alive or to resurrect Aerith. Were those ever disproven? I don't think you can. Like, because there's like people who will give like play-by-play instructions on youtube of how to do it and i i don't know i've never heard of anyone actually doing it that i know so i don't know and i and if, and if it is and if it or or if it wasn't do they make it some kind of weird little easter egg in this game like if you beat the game on the hardest mode and you go back and you follow these precise instructions from the very beginning of the game you can resurrect her it's probably a bug it's not so much a resurrection maybe like you have to like reload a save at a certain point at a certain part to keep her alive yeah, because the great thing about games like that back in the day, like there were no patches, there were no updates. Once you got right. the game, it's there. And if you can find a way to break it, break it. If yeah, somebody was probably exploiting the code of the game to be able to do it, but I don't. Because I know that I, don't I know that. that there were like different rubies. There, there was these things called rubies. They're like giant monsters within the game, right? That were ridiculously hard to beat. And and if I'm not mistaken, there was one. I think it was the emerald one. The emerald yep. one was unbeatable. Like he could not that specific emerald or ruby could not be beaten in the American version of the game, only in the Japanese version. Huh. Wow. Yeah, because there was like a specific item supposedly that was in the American version of the game that would assist you to help beat that thing. Huh. So, yeah, thanks. There, hmm. there, there goes a lot of hours of my my youth. So Got to beat that thanks. unbeatable monster. Yeah, I'm sitting here thinking I had a chance. Joke's on you, oh. Jovan. <laughs> I'm looking forward to playing the demo. I started downloading it as soon as I got home. I was actually going to check it out. I after the did not wait in those six-hour lines to play the demo at PAX. Uh, uh, yeah, that's a long open. line. Yeah. That and Final Fantasy. I mean, Final Fantasy and Animal Crossing, the longest lines there. I'm guessing you, get, you didn't get to play either of those. I did not because, uh, like, legit. So the way to do either one is you had to get a ticket for a time slot. A Final Fantasy, you got the ticket there. They give it to you and be like, come back on this day at this time and you can play. 
Uh, but regardless, you still had a long line because they give those tickets out to multiple people. But they had like, I think, 20 stations set up playing the demo at the same time. Animal Crossings was completely different. Uh, you got a warp pass, but the way it worked is you had to register your badge to your Nintendo account. And from your Nintendo account, you had to go into their events category on Nintendo.com eShop. From there, find the warped warp tunnel, warp pipe activation sequence to get into the animal crossing section oh. once you got there it's only came up at 5 p.m eastern eastern time and then you can choose from two three four or five o'clock and then that's when you got to go and get in line to play the demo and the demo was uh eight oh, stations set heads. up and uh the front four stations were those four people playing together other than the back four stations were those four people playing together and all four player co-op on one island and I kid you not, I'm sitting there, I'm reloading my phone, reloading my phone. It's 4.59. As soon as it hits 5 o'clock, I refresh it. The times pop up. I click on the first time, and it says this time is filled. Click on the second time, this time is filled. Click on the third time, I was like, this time is filled. Less than 10 seconds, all of the slots fill out. Wow. Yeah. That sounds like a whole lot to go through. It sounds it, like a whole lot of hoopla to me. <laughs> it was. Hoopla! I mean, uh, what was it? The hoopla! line just to get the official Isabel pin was wrapped around the first half of the entire convention center. Like it just it, it came out of the Animal Crossing section, went over to the first pair of escalators, behind the first pair of escalators, all the way down to the second pair of escalators, and then wrapped around them. That is a no go. I was like, this line is going to take forever and they're gonna run out before we even get up to the front. The lines are were just ridiculous. But you get to play a lot of fun things, right? Oh absolutely. What was your favorite thing that what was your favorite like demo or whatever that you got to play at pax uh i got to play i'm trying to pull it up i did get to play one of the games i backed on kickstarter which was called ruby uh i went to the kickstarter room and got to play with the creators of the game oh that's cool see how it works and whatnot and put in some input and some mechanics that they might want to adjust uh so sweet Instead of like doing double down on the joystick or the d-pad to go because it's a metroidvania style game so in most metroidvanias you can like jump below a area if you jump on top of it you can just like fall under it and just go into the area underneath it right but instead of doing like double down on the joystick it gets annoying if you just do down and jump you can just fall through it so that was like one of the critiques and then another one was like the wall jumping back and forth because when you wall jump with her uh she would jump to one side of the wall but she wouldn't jump the other way unless you had the joystick facing in the opposite direction so i was like that might be a little bit of a fix but it was a good game all around uh playing the first uh full level of it fighting the first full boss i like that i got to play the remastered version of destroy all humans with uh thq i got to play spongebob battle for bikini bottom rehydrated oh, that, was, that was cool that was a blast from the past right there <laughs> Uh, got to play a gun call a, a gun. Got okay. to play a game called Gun Vault, and with that, I absolutely adored it. Come to find out, they made one of my uh, so good, good games. It is. I bought it yesterday after I got home. I was like, all right, I gotta go yeah, to GameStop. Game. I gotta buy this game because they're yeah, the same people game. who made uh, Dragon Marked for Death, and that's another great game that I like. It's the same type of action style, but you choose from four different characters who have four different whole entire skill sets and everything. Uh, what else did I play while I was there? That's pretty cool. Did you pitch uh, on joining us on a podcast by any chance? Seeing if they want to do an interview? Not to any of the people that I played at the moment. 
I did wear my shirt during all the demos, though, and I did have one person ask me about it. I was like, yeah, I host a podcast. You should really listen. Yeah, check but it the out. Thing about, uh, most of the games that I joined, I'm actually in discords with the creators, so I'm just going back and forth chatting with them about how everything's going since they got back from PAX. Yeah. <laughs> hey, build that relationship and then invite them. For sure. <laughs> uh, another good game was Boyfriend Dungeon. Loved well, that, it. That already sounds interesting. That... that <laughs> Doesn't that sounds like something? What's that anime called? Mirai and Nikki Future Diary. Future Diary. Oh my gosh, that that just instantly reminded me of you know Gaisai Generation, not the purpose. Like the game is basically about it's a random generated dungeon, also a dating simulator. Uh, Talked with the creators of the game, and they're like, yeah, so you get to choose from three different avatars at the beginning, and then you get to choose from three different pronouns. You can be him, her, he, she. I mean. uh, her, she, or them, they. Uh, and you can be non-binary, male, or female, or you could be a cat. And the oh, way well, it works, totally a cat. <laughs> right? Totally going to be a non-binary cat. And with that, you go around and... <laughs> what are you, basically... a non-binary cat? <laughs> meow. Meow. And so when it started the demo off, like you're in your apartment, and you're going through your phone, and you've got all these text messages from different suitors... And then the different suitors are like, hey, meet me here if you want to meet up or anything like that. And then you can choose from like the first three suitors who were the uh, saber, the full on blunt sword and then the dagger. And with that, like the sabers at the library, the blunt sword is at the club and the dagger was at the park. And if you just go to one of these locations, you talk to the weapon. The weapon then does like this full animation scene and transforms into their avatar. And then you go on a date with them. And if you like, <laughs> if right. you do good on the date, you raise your fit like your uh, affiliation with them, and then you can choose like new weapons and new abilities and skills for that weapon to take them into the dungeon. And then while you're exploring the random dungeons, you have a chance to run into other weapons. So basically, you date your weapons to make you stronger. Yes. If you date them successfully. If you date them successfully. Wow, that is cool. a concept that I probably wouldn't have come up with. Ever. I know, right? I'm like, I'm dating my dagger. I'm okay what with if, this. What if we made a game where it's a dungeon crawler, but it's also a dating sim, but you're not dating characters, your weapons turn into avatars, you have to date them, and based on how we, how well your date goes, makes you stronger. Oh, yeah. Right? It's, it's like a crazy version of like Soul Eater. Wow, it kind of is. It really right. is. It's like if Maka actually dated Soul. Huh. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much how it is. It's, that's that's pretty cool, though. I like the idea. Interesting. So that was a good game that I played. Uh, and then another one that I got to go and like, I sat down and played like the first three mission, the first first three levels. Wow, words hurt. It's called Helheim Hassel, and basically, you're a Viking who died, went to Valhalla, then all these years passed. It's now modern day. A Grim Reaper reanimates your body because she cannot read. Uh, this North language on a door that leads to Helheim. So she reanimates you. You're supposed to read this door, get through it for her. And then out of nowhere, you start falling apart, but you stay alive. And then from there, you have to figure out all these different puzzles by discombobulating your body and using different body parts to get you from like the modern forest to Helheim. Yeah, it was a fun puzzler game. It's a two. It's like a side scrolling platformer puzzle. Huh? Interesting. Another one of those stories that I wouldn't have come up with. A lot of great games, a lot of great things to see. I got a lot of free swag. I did get to see the uh, demo for Psychonauts 2. I was over ecstatic. 
uh, just to see Raz back at action. I was just like, yes, yes, yes. I'll sit in the very back row because I was one of the tall people. So I had to sit back there and I'm just rocking back and forth like a crazy person. Like, yes, 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 <laughs> yes, yes. I'm so excited. I was. But yeah, PAX was fun. A lot of good demos. I, sounds like it was fun. I saw all kinds of pictures from a bunch of people and I was really jealous. I got conquered by the Furons. Oh, well, I think I saw that too. Didn't they yep. make you? Didn't they turn you into one? Uh, no, they just like threw me on the ground, put their guns at me and stood on me. Oh, never mind. Yeah, I can't wait to go to the next one. Hopefully we have uh, we don't have a problem with any of the viruses. In the yeah, right. Not. Yeah, we don't want to have. What if they come up with one, a virus called PAX something? And then when you go to PAX East and it gets closed because of PAX. The reason why I say <laughs> that is because my literally my first disease on plague ever was named like PAX 243 or something. PAX 243. Yeah, it was, just a, it was just one of the random names. I just clicked, clicked random and it came across that. And I was like, okay. Yeah, but we know who the CDC would be knocking on. Yeah. Whose door gamers, they'll be knocking on with that gamers, one. Gamers would be dead. Oh, Not <laughs> not from the disease, but from the government. PAX sounds right. like it was... PAX sounds like a blast. You know what yeah, else is sure. a blast? What is a blast? Brothers Ultimate. Oh, it was also a blast. A great, great time. <laughs> great game. Uh, game. Yes, yeah, so there was a poll out. Uh, it was a Japanese poll. Uh, mm-hmm. It was conducted by Inside Games. It had over 3,000 responses for the character that fans most wanted in the in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. I'll From what I can tell, with... there were quite literally no rules uh, <laughs> with who you could vote for. So we're uh, yeah. I'm going to start at the mm-hmm. bottom. And, and I'm going to work our up. way up. <laughs> so we're starting. We're going top 15, starting with number 15. Number 15 was Gino from Super Mario RPG with a total of 26 votes. Number 14 was Goku from Dragon Ball with 32 votes. 13, Mm. Hakure Rimu from the Tohu, Tauhau, Tohu? I don't know. Tauhau Project had 42 votes. Oh, this one from Sword Art Online with 50 votes. Yep, never happened, but I like it. That would be cool. I also like this next one, which is Eleven Saber from the Fate series. Had 53 votes. Number 10 was Steve from Minecraft with 55 votes. (laughs) Number 9 was Aruru from Puyo Puyo series. 56 votes. Number 8 was... I don't want to butcher that, and I know it's not Sephiroth. It's pretty close, though. Sephiroth? 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 Final Fantasy Seven. Yeah, with 59 votes. 7 was Waddle D and Banana Waddle D... Banana... Goodness. Bandana Waddle D from Kirby for 64 Mm. votes. Number 6 was Crash Bandicoot from the Crash series with 65 votes. Number 5, 2B from Noir Automata. 70 votes. Love me some two B. <laughs> Same. Number four was Rex from Xenoblade Chronicles Two with seventy four votes. Agreed. Number three was pretty general. It was Hunter from the Monster Hunter series, eighty votes. Number two was my white haired devil Dante from Devil May Cry, ninety one votes. And number one wasn't even close. It was a blowout. It was Sora from Kingdom Hearts. 290 votes. Yeah, how many of those do you think actually has a chance of working? Uh, looking through it. Prop, looking through it, the Xenoblade Chronicles, I can see that one probably making it. I can probably see Crash. You can probably see Crash. Waddle D. You can see Waddle D. Mm-hmm. Uh, and probably Geno. Are they, have like, they added Final Fantasy characters in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate? Just Cloud. So you, cloud, could, yeah. you could possibly see Sephiroth being a possibly Final Fantasy but character. If oh, 
I mean, but you have to think they have. Well, no, it's Capcom. I was gonna say they have Bayonetta. You think they bring in Dante, but Bayonetta's Platinum Games and Dante is Capcom. But they have don't they have Capcom characters? Mm. Kenny Ryu. Yes. Was is Mega Man not Capcom anymore? Or was oh, it? Oh yeah, yes. Yes, yes. He's in that one too, isn't it? Yes. They could totally add Dante. If they added Dante with all his different weapons, oh yes. I want. I I, I would love to see Saber and Kirito. Saber, so absolutely. Like so wait, what? The Black Saber Swordsman. Now? And oh, uh, you'd have to have Saber from like Fate Zero or Fate Stay Night. Yeah. You know, I would actually uh, really like Hollow Knight. Oh yes. Oh, that would be like I I thought I thought that would be like a really really good pick right there for <sighs> Hollow Knight to be there. It, this list kind of depresses me because the character I've wanted for forever on, isn't on there. Oh, Crystal? Yeah. Dang it. Sorry, buddy. Crystal from Star Fox Adventures didn't make it onto that list. She used to be all over that list, but... You, you know, I, I want your take on this, Patrick, because you're a huge Star Fox fan. Yeah. So I was I was thinking, have you played um, that game Strider by any chance? No, I have not played Strider. Oh, my goodness. I, I, I actually believe you would really like that game. Um, you should look at gameplay of it. Yeah, I was thinking, like, what if they did a an actual game similar to Strider, but with Star Fox, hmm. and it's basically a side scroller. Yeah, and basically you're like a you know your Strider from right. you know that you played from you know the all the games, what's the games, the fighting games, um, Street Fighter. He was in yeah. Street Fighter, Marvel's Capcom, and stuff like that. Basically, Strider from there, but in a side scroller, he's doing all these cool ninja moves and stuff like that. Well, yeah, that could be interesting. Yeah, like I thought it would be such such a cool idea if they were to do something like that. But like I, I think this list is really interesting. And it's, it's hard to go on a tangent, but you should definitely look that gameplay up and take a look at that. But Sora, I it's I don't I don't think Sora's gonna happen. I think Disney's really too possessive with their yeah. stuff. Yeah, they are, but it was just weird because they're wanting to reach out and make all those different games off their IPs. We talked about this a few episodes ago, but so like, why not open up and let Nintendo have like one character to put into a franchise to where, you know, everybody is going to pay the extra penny to get that one DLC character. If not, they will put towards that seasonal fight pass. Yeah, I thought something that was interesting about this poll was the male to female ratio is 86.6% male and 8.3% female. That's I mean, a that's a pretty heavy heavy uh ratio. It's not exactly balanced. I mean, comes down to like what characters the people sort of want, especially with like the following that they've had. I mean, let, let's say if we were able to like another female character that we could possibly put in like Super Smash Bros, what if not, why not put Tifa in there since she's like an actual like fighter character instead of another sword mm-hmm. character? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you can definitely do that and stuff like that. You just go with who a lot of the times are the face of the franchise. I'm trying to think of other female characters that they could throw in there. I got Ooh, one Panther. in my head, but I cannot think of who it is. I can't think of her name. I could see Panther from Persona. Oh, yeah. 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 Is, is anyone Makoto from Persona in the games? Joker. Joker. Okay. I couldn't remember if they added Joker or not. Well, goodness, I don't see character i was thinking of yeah that was a big little ordeal because out of nowhere you just see nintendo hints and it's just uh they throw a card saying new challenger approaches and flips it over and it's the persona mask everybody lost their grapes after that i'm gonna i'm gonna find this character that i i think would be a good one. Oh, you know who would be good that's not what i'm thinking of but you get urza 
from uh, uh, Fairy Tale. Ooh, oh, the one that kicked down three mountains with one kick. That would be well. You got to remember, like the the goal of what Super Smash Bros was, right? So it, it's it was a game celebrating other video games. It was to celebrate gaming altogether. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's why they didn't go with the Goku route, you know, because he was an anime character right, first. Right. And that, and that and that's that's a good idea to stick with just gaming characters. Yeah, I, I that's what I, mean, I liked about it because I mean you wanted to play as your favorite character rather than you know what would be ridiculously OP because I mean just that wouldn't stop us from adding Naruto onto there. Like I, I'm like uh, let's think about it. Like even like Solid Snake is on there. Yep. Like that that's that, that's a big thing. Hideo Kojima, from what I read, he was pretty much begging Nintendo to to have snake in the game huh really yeah yeah he really wanted he because he liked super smash bros so much and he really wanted to have snake in there as well yeah but if you want to do the anime fightings then you got jump force i mean it's got all the op characters in it oh that's true i need to get jump force that sounds awesome it's a good game i love the idea of of fighting with a bunch of different anime characters Mm -hmm. i do too my go-to is the bleach Oh, maybe that's who it was. It should go. I have to go look. Because nothing will stop me from wanting to have like Spike from Cowboy Bebop. From Cowboy Bebop on there. Yeah, yeah. that's who it is. There was a uh, a female character from Fire Emblem way back for like Super Smash Brothers Brawl that was getting a lot of a lot of uh, love about trying to join the game, um, and that was Makaya from Fire Emblem Heroes, and she Good was game. a she's a magic fighter, so that yeah. would add a whole another element into. I mean, they already have magic fighters in Super Smash, but have her in there with that kind of element. I'd be another female representation and a magic representation. Uh, yeah, that'd be really cool. I just there's just so many characters that I definitely want in there. Like, I, and I know, like, I have like the the bit of a quirky side. And I'm a, I'm usually alone on this particular person, and not female, mind you, but Beautiful Joe has oh, been yeah? a staple. Yeah, I would love Beautiful oh, Joe inside. Right, that'd be incredible. that game. If okay, so I know Platinum Games right now is working on uh, a Wonderful 101 remake. I just want mm-hmm. them like their next project now that they open up a studio that's 100% self-publishing. Just just work on be- like work on Beautiful Joe. Just just bring it back. I don't care if you remaster it or just reamp it. Just bring it back so I can play it on the newer systems. It, look, all it, I'm it saying is, like is, is Crystal was is an assist trophy in Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, so why can't they just go ahead and make her a playable character? Well, it's the same thing as Waluigi, <laughs> right? <laughs> Waluigi yeah. is the most ignored character. Goodness, that poor guy. No, they 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 want him in there. Like they, the Reddit community wants him there. He, he kind of deserves to be there. He's been in everything else. Might as well put him in this as not an assist trophy. Not as an assist trophy. Yes, oh, maybe goodness. one of the fighting passes. Maybe. Maybe they'll. Maybe that's something they'll do is, in the future, start bringing the assist trophies into playable characters and adding new assist trophies. But I don't know. Do you think there'll be any more Super Smash Bros. games after this one, it, or is or is this the big finale? I honestly hope it's a big finale. I always forget his name, um, but the person who created it. Yeah, I okay. always forget his name, but um, Makoto. No, that's Shinkai is the director. Um, Mike's looking them up right now. I forgot what his name was. I always forget his name. Sakurai. Sakurai, right, isn't it? Yeah, it's uh, uh, Masasi- Masas- Masahiro Sakurai. Yeah, so Sakurai has been wanting to stop making Super Smash Bros. since Melee. And uh, Melee was so good. 
Yeah, Melee was so good. Mostly because he doesn't like the, the competitive climate of the game. Like, right. He, he really, he's been trying to destroy the competitive element of that game for such a long time. And it started with Brawl and slowing the game down. Right. So this way people wouldn't think of it as such a competitive game. But like it's a fighting game. It's fighting games are competitive by nature. Yeah. So so uh, it's it's hard to do, but he's been very adamant of not wanting to do it anymore. Um, Sakurai, he's a trooper. He, but the thing is, I I hope that Nintendo respects Super Smash Bros. and um, Sakurai enough to leave it as great as it was. You know, right, right. Like this was a good way to go out with all the newer characters that we didn't even expect. Banjo and Kazooie. Yeah. Um, like Joker, uh, all these d- piranha plant. Like, what the heck? Where the heck did that come from? <laughs> so, so it's like I mean, he's one of my favorites. It's one of my favorites. But um, that being said, I just hope that they leave it at that. I wouldn't mind them leaving this game supported for a very long time. Oh, absolutely. Like, 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 even like into new generations, make it backwards compatible for those, and you just keep adding characters and adding you know mode game fight modes and stuff i don't know something because here's the here's the time let it be super smash Bros. in 1999 melee 2001 brawl 2008 so there's a seven year gap yeah and then you have uh nintendo 3ds and wii u which was 2014 so there's a six year gap and then another four year gap for ultimate and then ultimate's been going hard and strong for the past two years yeah, that's what I would really like to see is Ultimate maintain a lot of support for a lot of years. I like really, that be the ultimate Nintendo fighting game. I agree, and I also want to put a like a little quick thing right there is I hope that Sakurai gets a chance at doing something different because this, he's very talented. I mean, he's a part of the original Kirby team. Like you remember Kirby sixty four? Yep. Yeah, he was he was the kingpin behind that one as well. Yep. So, like that. With that being said, he has talent. He can be put in any place, and I guarantee he would make magic happen. So, I'll oh yeah, see he's, magic he's happen somewhere successful. else. All right. Yep. So that's about Smash and all of its little funs and glories. Uh, we do got two more little ordeals, and then we're gonna wrap this puppy up. Destiny Two will remove paid loot boxes in favor of a Fortnite-style battle pass. How about that? That's probably like a good move. It really is. The, the Battle Pass system seems to be working in pretty much every game that comes out with it. So loot boxes are pretty much hated. So probably a good idea. Yeah. So you probably yeah. know more about the Battle Passes. I don't play these type of games. I know Jovan probably knows because he's a Fortnite person. Uh, someone give me the rundown. What is a Battle Pass? So the Battle Pass is actually a system, um, basically a system in place where you pay sort of like a, I guess you can call it a subscription, a, a, like a quarterly subscription. It's like once every two to three months where they give you a hundred tiers, which is basically leveling up 100 times to get to gather costumes and um, weapons in certain games and dances, emotes and skins. All those different things can be acquired through that battle pass. Um, like I said, it, it spans for three months, so you have three months to get all the way to rank 100. So this way, you can unlock all these different things, which is not such a bad system. I mean, like you end up paying like 15 bucks, or like depends depends on the game, of course. But it's like 15 bucks, and then you even have the opportunity if you play the game often enough, 
you will get the currency back. So you'll make your money back. So this way you can buy the next battle pass without you having to chip in another 15 bucks. That's neat. I mean, that beats it, it sounds 10 times better than me going and paying two ninety nine for a random chest that will give me stuff that's not even worth two ninety nine. Yeah, or possibly yeah. stuff you already have. Exactly. Correct. So it it wow, that sounds a lot better than that idea. Yeah, I like that yeah. a whole lot better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a whole lot better. And then on top of that, like you know, the hardcore fans will it, it's a it's a continuous supported type of deal, right? So like it, it's a it's one of those things where the hardcore fan base will stick around because they have a lot of reason to, not yeah, just you, because they're just playing the game. You constantly you constantly get new content. Yeah, I can see um Rainbow Six and Ubisoft going that route at one point because yeah. you know Rainbow Six Siege is incredible. Yeah. But um but yeah, I can see a lot more developers going that way. Uh last thing here. We got uh we got a, a new movie coming out. Uh, it's been announced. I don't know how long it's been announced for, but Monster Hunter has a movie coming out. They released the posters this week, and I'm going to tell you what, they have some massive oversized weapons in this movie. Also, <laughs> Mila Jovovich is like the main character, so that's a good move. She's a good actress. Great move. She is a great mm. actress. Especially for a, for a movie that's going to have oversized weapons in it, based off a video game. I like it. What's that movie? Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter. Monster yeah. Hunter. Sorry, I totally zoned out for a quick second. I didn't know if we said the name of the movie or not. <laughs> yeah, Monster. I don't even know if it has like a, a real name. I, as far as I know, it's just called Monster Hunter. Hey, let it be. Let it be. Yeah, I don't. And also story-wise, who knows? Because Monster Hunter doesn't really have much of a story, does it? it? It follows a story from the mission side, but then after that, it's just mostly farming. Holy crap. Yeah, it's, the just, other, it's just a grind. The other main character is Tony Ja. I guess that's how you say his last name. But Tony Ja is the guy who played in uh, Ong Bak, right? Uh, right? We sit here in can't silence. Confirm. You can confirm or can't confirm? I cannot confirm. I'm on I IMDb right last now. Name. Okay. Yeah, you look Tony Tony Jaw was the Ombot, the main character in Ombot movies. The first one was okay. The second one, second and third ones were way like out of this world kind of martial arts movies, but they were very entertaining. Wow. That's a good move. He's a he's a I mean he's a legit martial artist. So well, that's nice. Good good choices. I like the I like the uh, the actors they've chosen for that movie. Mm-hmm. Let's hope they're able to follow through. <laughs> yep, I, I agree. That, that so that's what that it comes note, down to. We're wrapping so on this that sucker note, up. with it, try that one more time. <laughs> on that note, with Monster Hunter coming out as a movie and Destiny getting rid of those loot boxes and going into a battle pass style mode, uh, this has been episode 11 of the Double XP podcast. And we want to thank you so much for just hanging in there with us today and whatnot. Uh, again, my name is Mike. You can find me on social medias now at Bio Mosley. It's expelled exactly as it sounds, B-I-O-M-O-S-L-E-Y, because apparently my old username was too hard for people to find me. I'm Bloodthringa. I go by Patrick in real life. Bloodthringa is really hard to spell. B-L-O-D-H-T-H-R-I-N-G-A. Woo! It means blood rain, all right? It's from Aragon. But you can oh, find okay. me on Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all by that name. So, And last but not least, we have Jovan. Yeah. Um, so you can find me on PlayStation Network, of course, or even on YouTube at Death's Echo, D-E-A-T-H-S underscore E-C-H-O. I'm always willing to play with you guys. And soon, very, very soon, I'm actually going to start putting myself out there on Twitch. 
Um, so this way you guys can yeah. get some gameplay of me playing on there. Uh, it's been something that everybody's been sort of begging me to do for some time now. Kick some butt so, on Twitch. Which, do it. Yeah, so people really want me to do it. So I think I'm going to give it a shot, and I think it's going to be fun when I finally get out there. Comments are definitely welcome, and I look forward to seeing you guys on there. Heck yeah, that'll be fun. Yep, yep, and thank you all again, and have a good night. Peace, guys. Later. Later.